Thanks so much for joining me on the Slice of Healthcare podcast. I'm your host, Jared Taylor. On today's episode, we have Cedric Kovacs-Johnson, the CEO and founder at Flume Health. How are you today? Hey, Jared. I'm doing great. How are you? Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. I'm excited to, uh, to chat again. Um, at least this time we have a podcast. We can't go down all these different uh, rabbit holes, right? Because we, we have a lot of fun talking about all things healthcare innovation. We have a structured podcast today. I'm excited to learn more about you. Bloom Health and uh, some of the other things that you're working on. So I really appreciate it. If you could tell the audience about your background and we'll get rolling. Awesome. Um, hi, everybody. My name is Cedric Kovacs-Johnson. I'm the CEO, founder of Flume. Um, my background, I was a chemical engineer in college, um, actually started a 3D printing company with a couple friends. Um, we invented a way to bring basically full color to desktop 3D printing. Um, it was a really cool, very technical uh challenge. Um, we decided to sell the company about nine months after we graduated. So sold it to MakerBot in New York. Uh, I became a product manager at MakerBot and basically learned that it was a solution looking for a problem. Um, the whole industry was, no one really knew what to do with desktop 3D printers. Um, when I started thinking about what I would do next, healthcare just became this, you know, this draw. It was a really complicated space. I knew very little about but my family was going through a pretty major medical event. And in that moment, the core insight for Flume was, uh, you know, we believe that the most important entity in the healthcare ecosystem is not your doctor. It's actually your insurance company. They have more of a say in what you can or can't get. And then we started looking and pulling threads on how do insurance companies and carriers, uh, how are they structured? How do they make decisions? What's this tangle web of supply chain? And I think that's probably what a lot of what we're going to talk about today is, kind of what we uncovered, what we think is true, where we think things are heading and, you know, what we think can be done about it. It's very rare that I find someone working on a project today that doesn't have this like personal why attached to it, right? So you obviously had some, some things going on in your family where healthcare, I mean, everyone knows how important healthcare is, but you really see how important it is when something's happening within your family, right? Or with friends. Uh, that make you want to go out and solve parts of it. It's not easy to, to solve uh, problems in healthcare, not, not because that there's not straightforward solutions, right? It's, it's really, there's a lot of bureaucracy and uh, a lot of people you have to necessarily get past to uh, really grasp what you're building. But I'd love if you could share with us. So you sold that first company, you worked as a product manager, and then you started up Flume Health. Can you give us kind of, you kind of already gave us that why, but how things currently work with, with Flume Health and exactly uh, what, you're, uh, what, what you're building today? Yeah, so I'll back up a little bit um, and I can, I usually approach this from so many different angles. Like if you're a business owner in the US right now, what you're in is this sort of a death spiral where you've been facing higher and higher trend, right? Uh, the average is, is around 7%, which means your costs are doubling every eight or nine years. Uh, if not more often. Um, and in response to that, you're eating some of that cost. You're also passing a lot of it on to employees. And if you look across America, it's not unusual to find an employee who makes, you know, $35,000, $40,000 a year and has a five, six, $7,000 family deductible. It's like out of the realm of affordability. So we have this sort of a death spiral situation where people are getting sicker and sicker, rates are going up higher, costs are being pushed further onto patients. You have this deferral problem. Um, and I, you know, the only way to pull out of it 
is to restructure plans so their baseline economics just start to make sense and that trend makes sense again. So what we were looking at, the advantage that we saw, the trend that we were excited by in healthcare was that uh, there was so much innovation being thrown at the problem of dealing, especially with high cost care, all these digital health point solutions, uh, all these new network strategies, these new PBMs, they're all attacking these high cost areas. And in a sense, what the thread that we're pulling on at Flume is that the modern health plan is completely unbundled. Rather than buying a single suite of services and a network from you know, Abuka, you can now maybe buy your network from Abuka, but get all of your other services from different point solutions. And what you've created is this massive long tail supply chain of vendors who now need to be organized and, and managed um, where previously they just didn't exist. And then the other problem is that you know, members have to figure out how to consume these plans that are more complex, uh, have more moving pieces than ever before, and in our opinion, there are a wave of companies who you know, want to embrace this new change, want to embrace this unbundled world. They don't have the infrastructure or tools to do that. And what we're building at Flume is the first health plan administrator that fits seamlessly into an unbundled world that lets you take advantage of all the new stuff that's happening, take advantage of that trend, um, and actually make it really simple and easy to activate, both for employers and for end members. How did you... How did you arrive at this name, out of curiosity? Flume. Um, well, the short story was, you know, we, going back to this, this uh, understanding that, you know, the insurance company is the most important part. In many ways, they're a blockade. And, you know, members often seek counsel from their insurance company before they, their doctor even. And we said that if health and if healthcare runs properly, um, we're basically a conduit between patients and providers. And in many ways, we're getting out of the way. Um, and if we do our job well, uh, hopefully you don't really have to interact with Flume all that much. So Flume is a body of water that connects the, these two bigger bodies. Um, and beyond that, uh, the domain was available. And so we, we jumped on it. <laughs> I love it. It's easy to remember, short and sweet, right? Um, very cool. Very cool. Can you, can you talk us it through this latest round of funding that you, you just raised? You're calling, uh, I think, Seed2. Uh, what that means, obviously, for the company, and what some of the uh, really use of proceeds, if you're if you're allowed to speak on it, uh, what will what will those go to? Yeah, so you know we've had this view that we want to be the operating system for every health plan in the U.S. We started with self-insured employers. Our typical self-insured employer is in that situation I described earlier. They're you know um, out of the realm of affordability, and they're trying to they're probably up against some sort of a high renewal, and they're probably trying to figure out how they're going to restructure a plan. And they're typically being led by an advisor. So we took a year and a half to build infrastructure and just measure everything that we could. What we found was we're on average saving our customers in year one around $4,800 per employee. Our brokers who adopt us, they increase their adoption rate three and a half X in the first year, meaning they bring on one client, then they bring on two and a half more in the first uh, 12 months after that event. Um, and so we had, we had the metrics or frankly, we, we could go to the market and, and raise another round. So we raised an additional six and that's let us invest in basically three things, uh, bolstering our, um, our member support. The second is investing in all the employer access and controls. And finally, it's that ecosystem where there are so many rich solutions that are, some of them have existed. They're just not very well distributed. 
Some of them don't exist yet. Flume wants to be the aggregator of all the best in class healthcare digital health point solutions. So that way they're consumable, they're hireable by employers and they're consumable by members within a click. Um, and, and to support all that, we're investing heavily in team. So we've hired an incredible team. We're hiring really, really rapidly. We're more than tripling in size this year um, from a headcount standpoint. Uh, for example, we just brought on Ann Kim, who is the program director at Haven uh, as our new COO. So across the board, things are, are moving. I think our biggest risk, frankly, is keeping up with the opportunities that we have. And, and we know that in many ways, the spotlight's on us to, to deliver. Is Ann out of Boston by any chance? Uh, nearby in Connecticut. Okay, I'm wondering if she was at, so I, a lot of people don't know this, but I was in the co-working space that Haven took over before they were called Haven. Oh, that's funny. It's like this top secret. It's like, who is that? Oh, it's that Amazon JP Morgan company. Don't say anything. Uh, and then all of a sudden they just like exploded and, um, yeah, they, they had a lot of smart people working on that problem. Um, I, I just think it just goes to show, right, how hard these problems are when the Amazons, JP Morgan and Berkshire Hathaways of the world can't come together and, and solve it, right? Um, so oh, in that's, in that's interesting. interesting that, you know, JP Morgan is taking its own stab at it now with, I think, Morgan. Amazon has Amazon Care. Unclear what Berkshire's, if they're planning to do anything. I think they clearly still see that this is a solvable problem. I mean, they as an insurance company by the number of lives as a self-insured employer they cover, like, you know, they should have a bigger say in what they do. And maybe they're concentrated enough that they can actually restructure um, uh, how their health plans run. I, I just think anytime you have, you know, designed by committee, it's probably a challenging scenario. Especially like three behemoths, right? Uh, <laughs> where the whole point of them creating Haven was to have like a startup type culture where they could kind of really solve that problem. And it really had the opposite. You created another tiny mini company again with some really smart people, but you didn't really let them operate in a startup type function. So, yeah, I, I think people will forever speculate on what happened, but I think the evidence is points to the fact that if you're a self-insured employer, you didn't realize it, but you're running an insurance company and you should be actively managing and you should be asking questions of your administrator and your stack. Um, and you should expect, you know, you should hold them to the same standard that you hold any supplier to. Um, and, you know, if, you, if you're a self-insured employer, the premium, the amount that you're paying in healthcare um, should, should capture your attention. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, just, just so the audience knows, this is our first episode together. The goal is to have you and, and other members of the team on. We can kind of go into some uh, different areas of your business, but kind of focus in on that. This is just the intro podcast. So I want to thank you so much for, for telling your story and talking about your latest round of funding. Thank you to everyone that listened to this week's episode of the Slice of Healthcare podcast. If you'd like to check out more of our podcasts, we're available on all the major podcast channels. And you can check us out on our website, www.sliceofhealthcare.com. And that'll have all of our past guests on there. Uh, you can see our sponsors and you can learn more about actually becoming a guest. Thanks and look forward to another episode next week.